before you leave this place, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know what you're going to tell me. Nikki, Jesus love you. Now, the, one of the reasons that, that I wrote this book is because in this book, you have so many testimonies. And um, testimonies that are life-transforming, like the ones you heard just but now. It was my problem. There was a big hole in my life, and I couldn't fill it. If there's worry, there's no place for faith. Faith is driven out by worry. But worry is driven out God by faith. Move things along. He'll move things along. He'll move you from the background to the forefront. He'll move you from the outside to the inside. He'll move you along. Just somebody say he'll move I've you along. Detected. I've been directed. I've been corrected. I've kept God in my life and has kept me humble. Go into the whole world and proclaim this message. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Shall make you free. On this episode, we talk with Robin about her experiences with missions and outreach in a number of settings, including directing a number of beach missions. Plus, Robin chats about her pursuit of living a missional lifestyle every day in her neighborhood by allowing God to work through her and her family to reach out and be a blessing to others. Welcome, Robin, to Testimonies of Truth. It's super cool to have you on the show. Um, how, how are you going today? Yeah, good, thank you. Cool, nice cool. To be here. Um, so, just to kick us off, can you tell us um, a little bit about yourself and what your life looks like uh, at the moment? Sure. Um, so, I live in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne with my husband and my two kids. I've got a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Um, so, life looks. Um, I guess most days are pretty similar with small children um, and we're part of a missional community um, in our neighbourhood and I'm also studying part-time doing a Masters of Social Work. So pretty busy life but mostly home-based, yeah. Um, so can you tell us about some of the, the missional or out outreach work that you've had um, over the years or that you've been involved in? Yeah, sure. Um, so I was lucky enough to be part of a church for um, almost 10 years that had a really strong focus on community engagement and um, being involved both in our local and global neighbourhoods. Um, so that was really, I guess, a positive experience where I had a lot of opportunity to connect with people in the neighbourhood, to um, speak about my faith and be like well-equipped to do that. Um, in particular, I volunteered for about seven years um, with the Heal Community Clinic uh, which is a space uh, for people experiencing marginalisation um, through whether that was because of mental illness or drug addiction, mm. uh, disability. Um, and in that space, we had a drop-in kind of centre and I was able to just connect with people, share life with them, mm. um, hear their stories and, yeah, I guess just spend time building relationships. Um, and that was, yeah, I guess that was a really important part of my life for a long time mm. um, and a space where I was challenged in my own faith um, and in ways to share my faith um, and I also through that experience I did have some experiences of like trauma and emotional strain which I think God really helped me um, understand more of the experiences other people have gone through mm. and see more of how he can support us in those times so um, yeah that was that was a big space for me in terms of mm. missional uh, living <clears throat> um, and now I'm part of a church which is made up of missional communities. So in my local neighbourhood, um, I've been part of a missional community where we um, connect with our neighbours and support each other in our faith and um, in building community together. Mm. So, yeah. so you've had um, a fair bit of experience in um, these areas. Mm -hmm. uh, can I ask, when did that all start? What, I guess, uh, inspired you or what motivated you to want to be involved in these things? Mm. 
Um, well, I guess the easy answer is Jesus. <laughs> um, I think the model that Jesus is of um, really engaging with people and meeting people where they're at and caring for them and uh, seeing how the early church lived in um, sharing everything together and inviting people into their lives, I think is a really good example for me. Um, when I was 17, I started um, on a beach mission with Scripture Union, um, and that was I guess my first taste of what intentional community and being missional um, and living in that kind of community where you're sharing your faith and sharing all aspects of life together mm. and serving together and sharing the gospel with people. I just thought, I want to do this all the time. This mm. is the best way to live for me. Yeah. Um, it was, I guess, when I felt the most alive and connected to God. Um, and so I wanted to see how can I do this in my everyday life all the time Mm. Mm. it's interesting how you're saying that you know it's when you felt uh most alive and most connected to god Mm. um and i wonder if being involved in missional work or being involved in outreach work is part of the the life to the force that jesus talks Mm. about um like i wonder if both kind of just go um hand in hand that if we live in that way gives us a a satisfaction gives us a gives us a fulfillment that nothing else really can Mm. i think um we talk a bit in our community about um like how is jesus good news for you at the moment um and also then how is he good news for your neighbor and i think Mm, that um when you really know how jesus is good news for you and that the abundant life and love that we have in god you want to share that and it's yeah, it works both ways. I think it's good for everybody involved. Mm. Yeah. Can I ask you a little bit about your own personal journey or personal experience? Um, was there like a moment where you felt like God gave you something and you were in a place where you were kind of ready to reach out and start to do missional work? Um, the way that God has, I guess, created me and gifted me, I'm like good at building community around me mm. um, and I guess fostering relationships and building networks and that kind of thing. So I think um, particularly being part of Beach Mission where God really showed me this is how I've gifted you and this is how you can use that um, meant that then I was able to see how I can do that in my everyday life. So, um, But I think really it's just about being open. Like the times when I am open and I say to God, where do you want me to connect with people? Um, he shows me and I can, you know? Mm. And I think it really is just literally about stepping out my front door and saying, where do you want me to be and how can I serve mm. you? Um, it's not like a fancy thing. It's just yeah. being used in the everyday stuff of life. Yeah. Just, I guess, having the, the willingness to be used by God in mm. any way that he calls you to, to be used or to yeah. go where he kind of calls you to, to go. Yeah. And I think as well, like, as my faith has changed and evolved over the years, God's used me in different ways. And there've been people that I've continued to connect with over that time that have, I guess, seen me grow in those ways and they learn more about God through that as well. So I think it's just about inviting people into my life. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the ways uh, that God's used you to reach out and to be a blessing to to others? Um, A few years ago, I was on the train and I was just asking God, like, is there anyone that you want me to connect with on the train? Mm. Um, this is the thing I used to do. Don't do it as much anymore. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I felt really drawn to this particular guy sitting on the train. And I thought, oh, this is going to be really awkward. Mm-hmm. So I went over to him and um, kind of, you know, sat next to him for a little while, made eye contact, and we started having a conversation. And um, And I said to him, I just felt like, you know, maybe I should come and talk to you. And he said, oh, I really felt like, 
kind of drawn to you as well while we were on the train together and that's developed into a friendship that we've had for many years now um he's connected with my family i know his extended family now he came over here from pakistan and didn't really know anyone in our neighborhood um and so yeah we're good friends now and and i've been able to share something of who god is with him and kind of invite him into experiencing god in our life um, but I think also the blessing of being part of a Christian community is that he gets to see what the kingdom is like in our relationships as well mm. with other people. Yeah. So instead of doing it in isolation, it's not just me being friends with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been able to invite him into our community and him mm. experience God in that. So, um, But all of that came from just actually listening to God yeah. at one moment. So. Mm. And you mentioned that. Um, he's had opportunities to be involved in your community and to experience God's kingdom. Um, So yeah, I guess sometimes the smallest thing that we can do to step out, God can use it to do so much more than what we could imagine, I guess. um, Can you think of any other um, situations or moments where uh, God's used you to reach out or to be a blessing to others? Um, Yeah, there's another time where... um, So... When I had my second baby, I had postnatal anxiety afterwards. And so I started going to this group called Mindfulness for Mums. So this was just the thing that I was doing for my own, Mm. I don't know, healing and mental health, I guess. Mm. Um, But in that space, we talk a lot at our church about doing what you do with gospel intentionality. Mm. So going into that space and saying, God, if there's someone that you want me to connect with in this space, even though I'm here for myself, obviously there's still going to be ways that God is working in other people's lives. Um, and there was a particular um, lady who's now a good friend of mine and she, um, I, knew, I noticed that she was quite isolated. She didn't know a lot of people and um, she had been disconnected from the church for a long time. And so I invited her on a women's weekend um, and she came along and she's now become part of the church that, um, yeah, that ran this women's weekend and we're good friends now. Um, and, you know, our husbands are friends, our kids are growing up together. Um, and again, it was just that, showing up and being open in that Mm. space um yeah awesome Mm. beautiful what are some things that god has taught you through the mission or outreach experience that that you've had i think the biggest thing is just how deeply god loves me and how deeply god loves the people Mm. that i'm connecting with yeah i think the more i spend time with people the more i see the brokenness in the world and the hurts that people are going through and um just i guess feeling god's heart within that for how deeply he loves them and Mm. if he loves them that deeply then he loves me that deeply so Mm. I think it really shapes my own faith as well as the way that I engage with people um and I think as well I guess I'm just learning how important it is to um to be really grounded in my own faith and to be able to reflect back and um I guess grapple with issues and um explore my own faith because I think I need to really understand my own connection to God and who God is in order to share that with other people mm. and be really um, yeah, fluent in my understanding of the gospel. Um, so really coming back to like who God is, what he's done, and therefore who am I and how do I live is um, really important because I think I've been learning particularly in the last couple of years just how much that mission and service can actually become an idol as opposed to an outworking of Right. our relationship with God okay. um, and our understanding of who God is. So 
yeah, making sure that Jesus is the front and centre mm. and not putting mission in that place. Mm. I think, yeah. So what, uh, what would you say are some ways, um, I guess, for anyone listening that we can, you know, make sure that Jesus remains front and centre in any attempts at mission or at any mm. attempts of outreach? Mm. I think a really big one is just accountability and actually being on mission with other people because I think we need other people to point us back to Jesus and to mm. speak the gospel back into our own lives. Um, and I think when you try and do it in your own strength or, yeah, I think if you try and do it on your own, you end up trying to do it in your own strength without people kind of steering mm. you back towards Jesus. Yeah. Um, so that's been really important for me. Um, and just making sure that I, even just reflecting on the fact that like I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing without Jesus. Like I wouldn't um, be drawn to particular people. I wouldn't have the strength and the love and um, everything to engage with people without Jesus. So reflecting on that and spending time with Jesus and really asking him what his heart is, how he feels about me, you know, having that deep connection myself um, is you need that in order to actually go out and be on mission in your everyday life. Yeah. What does mission or outreach work mean to you if someone asks you you know why why is mission important for christians what would your what would your answer be i think it's core to um it's just a core part of our faith like if you if you know how deeply you're loved by god and you know um the grace that he's offered us and the abundant life why would we not want to share that with people so Mm. um I think we can build it up to be this big thing that only certain people do. They go as a missionary or something. But Mm. really, it's just about living out of what you know of God and wanting to share that with people. So Mm. I I can't really separate that from knowing God. Mm. Yeah. So I guess you're saying that it's meant to be a natural part of our everyday lives as Christians. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think just it's an expression of your faith. And if you, you know, if you find out something new or you find something exciting, you want to tell people about it and you want Mm. them to be able to experience it too. So I think if we know God, we want other people to know God. Mm. Yeah. How um how do you say that we can um I guess have that have that involvement in our lives when often in our world today things can be very busy and a lot of <laughs> things can be happening in life whether you've got kids or whether you're working and studying and it seems that there's so many things which can, you know, crowd our lives. I mentioned before about doing what you do with gospel intentionality. Mm. So it doesn't matter where you are, yeah. God can use you in that space. Mm. So I think recognizing that, it, even if you are busy, um, mm. you know, if you're at work, you can still notice when a coworker is upset and mm. connect with them, or you know, whatever the situation is. I think we do have space um, to do that. But I also think that we we only have one life, and we we choose how we live that. So mm. if your life is too busy, work out what you can drop so that you have space to connect mm. with people. Because I think we can kind of get on this hamster wheel and feel like you can't get off. And I know for some people you need to work, obviously you need to work to have money and that kind of thing. But I think we sometimes crowd our lives with things that we think we need to do when that may not actually be the case. Mm. So um, I guess my husband and I have been really intentional about working part-time and being in our neighbourhoods a lot because then we have time to connect with people. So um, we know a lot of our neighbours because we walk around the streets and people see us in the neighborhood and we get to know them Mm. whereas if we were working full-time we wouldn't have the space to do that so I think it's also about intentional choices in the way that we live our lives yeah Um, how do you how do you think that missional or outreach work helps communicate God's love and communicate his heart to people I think um, I think we communicate God's love 
through words and through action. So um, if you think of missional work as just in the everyday stuff of life, connecting with people, um, then you're displaying what God's love looks like when you um, listen to someone's story or when you share their hurt or when you cook them a meal or any of that kind of stuff, you're showing what God's love looks like in action. Um, and I think as well, if you're part of a Christian community that um, cares for each other, um, people see that and they notice what that community looks like. And you can then point people towards Jesus, that the reason that we live the way we do is because of Jesus. So, um, and I think in more like formal settings, for example, like when I was on beach mission, you probably have more of an active space to speak out the gospel. Um, and again, it's just communicating how God loves his people. So, um, yeah, I like how you said that. I guess that, um, part of it's meant to be as we live life, uh, as you mentioned with intention, intentionality, uh, the way God wants us to, uh, people will observe that and notice that. Mm. And the hope is that they start to be curious and to mm. ask, you know, why do you, why do you do that? Or, um, why do you make time to, to speak to your neighbors or to, um, have a cup of tea? Where does that come from? And then you can say, well, you know, I'm a Christian or I believe in God. And I just think that, um, he's given us a love to, to help other people. Mm. And it just comes from the love that I believe that God has for, for me and has for other people. I think also, um, I guess God, his love is really abundant and excessive in a way. You know, it's quite countercultural, the unconditional love that God has for us. So I think when we're, and when we love unconditionally and we are really generous with our time, with our skills, with anything, with our money, people see that as something different than what our culture um, is like. So I think that's, yeah, that's something that I've been learning that like I don't need to hold really tightly to things like my time and my resources. Mm. I can actually give abundantly because God continues to bless us. Yeah. Um, and people do notice that. They notice when you go above and beyond all the time and they want to know why you would live like that. Mm. So. I know as well you directed uh, one of the beach missions for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about uh, how you found that experience and what's involved in uh, directing a beach mission? Um, so I was part of Rosebud Scripture Union Family Mission and um, it's basically like an intentional community that comes together to run a program for kids and teens um, down on Rosebud Foreshore um, over the summer and um, is really just about connecting with other people who are camping down there and sharing our faith and sharing our lives with them. Um, so as a director, um, a big part of my role was um, like training and equipping and preparing the team to go down there and be able to do that. Um, and it was, yeah, it's such a great experience in, um, seeing people grow in their faith and also just living in that kind of intentional community where you're really vulnerable and, um, sharing everything of life together Mm. at the time, um, really cements really deep relationships. And I think, Mm. um, you just, you end up growing so much in your faith because you're able to ask the big questions together and support each other and, um, think when you're sharing your faith daily with people you then reflect back on that in your own life a lot Mm. so um it's just a really yeah a big time of transformation I guess in people's faith Mm. yeah um do you think the uh communities that get uh I guess deliberately established during beach missions is Mm. kind of a picture of how God intends for us to in some sense do life together in general or I think so yeah as as I shared earlier like that really was the catalyst Mm. for me in um in the way that I live now um and I think because you're sharing 
the you know you're washing dishes together you're sharing meals Mm. together you're being silly together you're exhausted you know you're sharing just like the real normal stuff of life together as well as having these amazing experiences of of seeing people come to faith and um you know kids asking beautiful big questions Mm. about god and yeah it's just i think it is it's a really good picture of um what living in the kingdom is like and sharing everything together Mm. yeah what were some of, I guess, the um, the highlights of being involved in uh, Beach Mission? I think that aspect of just seeing seeing people, um, some people hear about God for the first time, um, and particularly some of the younger kids, I think their openness to understanding who God is and how much he loves them was a really beautiful thing to be able to mm. witness. Um, and I think as well, we saw a lot of families who, like parents who, when they were children, they used to go to church with their families and they've like fallen away from the church. Mm. So seeing them, I guess, re-engage with their faith and um, have a new glimpse of what what being part of God's family could look like for them mm. um, it's really lovely and we had quite a few teenagers as well who would come along every year and we would see them just grow in their confidence and their understanding of who they were and um just had some really good connections with people that i think that kind of mentoring relationship even though you might only see each other for that two weeks over the summer Mm. to come back each year and be that um people that they could rely on to come back to and to ask their questions and Mm. um yeah just a good space for that mm. so i guess one of the i guess highlights for you would be to see the journey and see the transformation that occurred in some of the people who mm. you um saw keep coming back every year mm-hmm. yeah cool awesome are there any i guess uh, inspirational stories that you experienced or heard about with the beach missions inspirational stories um less so than inspirational stories where you see someone's whole life is transformed mm. is just that steady change in people that you see as the reality of God loving them Mm. um, starts to seep into their everyday life and seeing that transform families um, Mm. where there's one family in particular who now um, both kids in the family are actually helping run a beach mission Mm. um, where you just as they came back each year you saw it sink in more and more Um, of who God is and how much he loves them and what difference that can make in their life and that permeates through their family which then they go back into their regular lives and that impacts their community and Mm. um, I guess you see that trickle down effect through showing up each summer and Mm. singing some silly songs and reading a story about God (laughs) but actually it makes a really big difference in people's Mm. lives into the future yeah Yeah. I think um, it's a good point how you mentioned that it's kind of a a journey or kind of a um a process of things that you see rather than one kind of big moment because mm. i wonder if we can fall into the trap of uh, seeing outreach work or seeing uh, evangelism as this thing that's meant to happen instantly mm. when perhaps in reality for most people it's more of a it's more of a journey and it's more of a a process that they go through and someone might um be a blessing to them in one particular way at this point in their lives and mm. then a year later someone else might come along who God will use to plant another seed That's right. and then yeah. it's just a more of a journey rather than this big wow moment I'm not sure what I'm asking there but yeah. I, hope that makes I think sense. no I think you're right like it just comes to mind a friend of mine who um she we met at university we just had one class together and she's oh, yeah. a good friend of mine now and um I was running a course a few years ago called journeys um 
just in my house, which was just introducing people to the Christian faith and cool. reading through the Bible together. Right. And um, because of the relationship that I developed with her over years, because she loved me and she knew that I loved Jesus, mm. she wanted to know more about Jesus. Yeah, that's awesome. And so I think <laughs> that journey, it's just about, yeah, I guess being vulnerable with people and going deeply into life with people. Mm. And it's not, you know, she hasn't come to faith yet and it's not this big catalyst moment, but it's... Um, yeah, just that, those everyday steps of her observing me and me loving her and, yeah. um, I don't know, growing in my faith in front of her, I guess. Mm, yeah. Um, before we finish up today, is there anything else that you'd like to, to say or to comment on? I think I just wanted to share one more story of a neighbour that I've connected with. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Um, So we were living in a block of units a couple of years ago and um, I guess it's just an example of mission in your everyday um, that we had a neighbour... And um, she was from Afghanistan and she didn't, they'd just moved to the neighborhood. And I was able to connect with her simply because I stepped outside my front door and would offer her a cup of tea. And so we would often sit outside on our front steps having a cup of tea together. And that was a really simple thing to do. And she was heaps of fun and we had a really great time together. Um, And I guess in building that relationship with her, it ended up that like I helped her get into TAFE and then we, you know, I would go over and help her with assignments and um, just sharing that normal stuff of life together. Because we spent so much time together, there was lots of time to then talk about God. So she would ask me about my faith um, or I would mention that I'd been to church and she would ask what they talked about at church and that kind of thing. Mm. But just the gift of time with people and your present gives space for those kind of conversations Mm. um and i think also people in your neighborhood just being known by someone there's so many people who are isolated and Mm. i think um there was at one point she went this neighbor went missing for a little while and her family didn't know where she was and they all lived in adelaide but because they knew that she had a neighbor that she knew they called me and we you know she ended up being fine but um they knew that there was someone in her neighborhood who knew her and that's a really important thing for people to not be isolated and I think God wants to know us and he does know us deeply and I think we can um, show his love by by knowing our neighbors and Mm. showing them that they're worth knowing and worth spending time with and that they're valuable so Mm. yeah I guess that's how I see mission really is just about um, really getting to know people Mm. and yeah sharing God's heart with them yeah. Beautiful. Th- thanks heaps for, for coming on the show today, Robin. It's been really cool to, to chat to you. Um, and I think it's going to be encouraging for other people to hear some of your journey and some of the experiences that you've had with mission and with outreach work. That brings us to an end of this episode. As search and like testimonies of truth on Facebook or Twitter. And if you want to stay connected as well, you can email testimoniesoftruth.content at gmail.com.